Public Protector Advocate Busisiwe Mkwebane yesterday lost yet another high-profile case after the North Gauteng High Court declared another report involving the South African Revenue Service unlawful and invalid. The Public Protector's report, released in April, had found that SARS had irregularly appointed a company to provide a 100 million rand IT services contract. But the court on Friday set aside all findings and remedial action. The Public Protector's Office has also been ordered to pay SARS's legal costs incurred in the review of this report. This all comes as Parliament's impeachment inquiry probes legal expenditure by that office. In another case on Thursday, the Constitutional Court bang the last nail in the coffin of the infamous and discredited report into the SARS rogue unit, dismissing the suspended Mkwebane's application for leave to appeal. To look at this, we join on the line by Advocate Paul Hoffman, who is the Director of Accountability Now. Um, uh, th- thank you very much, um, Advocate Hoffman, and, and welcome to The Weekend View. Um, j- let's start perhaps there with uh, just the issue of, of the rogue unit. Uh, it's been going on for, for a long while still, but that matter finally put to bed. Just your, your thoughts. Uh, were you surprised at all at the outcome? No, not at all. I'm afraid the, uh, the the public protector seems to get it wrong more often than she gets it right. The rogue unit case goes all the way back to 2020, mm. and um, the, the the current matter, the one that uh, uh, Judge Selby and Yati gave the, the judgment yesterday in the North Gauteng High Court, uh, has not yet been the subject matter of any appeals only a review by SARS, which, as you said in the intro, has been fully successful. So all of the rulings suggesting that the uh, former chief SARS operating officer, Mr. Barry Hall, had done absolutely nothing wrong in the um, uh, awarding of a 100 million rand IT contract to a firm called Budge, Baron and Dominic, and um, the extensions of that contract were also found by the courts to be perfectly in order. And so the remedial action that Mkobani wanted to um, put in place for the Hawks to consider criminal charges and for the SARS commissioner to, to review the, uh, the, the IT contract in place uh, just falls away. The, ju- the judges said that there was... Nothing to see there, and therefore no need for any remedial action to be put in place. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's quite a bit happening. Of course, the um, uh, you know Parliament impeachment inquiry um, as well, all, all of that playing itself out. Um, and I suppose it, it must, it must. These these processes must play them, themselves out. It's, uh, imagine many people are, are saying this: the situation has has become quite untenable. Um, what, in fact, will it take to, to bring it all to an end so that the work of, of that office can can really be about um, its, its, its mandate, which is about protecting the people of South Africa? Yes, I'm afraid that uh, the, uh, the history books will show in due course that accountability now had occasion in January 2017. That was within two months of the appointment of Mkobani as public protector. We had occasion to complain to Parliament, to the uh, accounting body that the public protector is obliged to account to, namely the Justice Portfolio Committee, about evidence that had crossed our desks that seemed to indicate that she was both incompetent and dishonest. 
Now, this impeachment inquiry is looking into her incompetence and dishonesty at the end of 2022, when if Parliament had done its job properly and called her in and said, please explain, please answer these questions that you are refusing to answer, um, that accountability now is posed, this whole debacle would have been cut short. A great deal of of, uh, misery would have been uh, avoided and massive expenditure on uh, legal costs, fees to advocates would have been avoided. But unfortunately, uh, Mkubani was regarded at that time as royal game, and uh, she was shielded and protected by Parliament simply doing nothing and renewed the, uh, the complaint when a new Parliament came in after the last general election with equal lack of success. Now, it's a question of holding parliamentarians to account, getting them to do their job properly, and we wouldn't have had the, the, the amount of uh, new, un, un, unwelcome news that has come out of the Office of the Public Protector in the last few years. Mm-hmm. There's been also, you know, the, just just as, you know, the, throughout the course of the week as well, conversations about her her performance, um, the, the, the number of, of reports, for example, that were successfully um, defended, where we often, of course, on, uh, on platforms such as our own, only focus on the very high-profiled um, cases and not and not as, as much on the, the so-called Gogodlamini um, cases of, of ordinary people, really, on, a, on you know, that the Public Protectors Office works on on a, on a daily basis. Does that sort of push back an argument to say, when assessing her, her, her performance, of course, not Notwithstanding the very damning uh, um, judgments against her or comments that have been made um, um, against her on her performance by, by the court, but to say if we look at the totality of, of her work, um, that in fact uh, it, it, it isn't entirely the, the disaster really that some of these high profile cases has been. Well, I think that it is true that she inherited a high functioning, well organized. Um, um, office from Tulimad Onsela when she came in in October 2016, and that the Gogo Dwaminis still do get good service from that office. The problem is that when she gets involved in anything, she seems to do uh, to burn her fingers or get the wrong end of the stick, and that is something that could have been attended to a long time ago. She's facing criminal charges for lying on affidavit in the highest court in the land. She's in jeopardy Mm. of being struck off the roll by the Legal Practice Council when the Legal Practice Council wakes up and realizes that she is an officer of the court who has lied to the court. And then she's got the impeachment inquiry, which she seems to be quite determined to, to stretch out until the end of her term of office, which mercifully is is in October next year. We'll have to park it there, uh, uh, Advocate Paul Paul Hoffman, just in the interest of time, Director of Accountability Now. Thank you for your time with us this morning. It's 10 to the top of the hour.